And welcome back to another episode of Visions from the Ville. The FTV. I'm your man, Tim. And I'm your man, Sean. What's cracking, laughing, Pam Van? How you doing? <laughs> What's goody, bro? Ah, another day, as I always say, in the Matrix, bro. It's another Tuesday. A chilly Tuesday. Definitely uh, cold. Yeah, it's cold, but I, 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 I like the contrast. I think we discussed this before. Yeah. Uh, I like all that the fall brings. <clears throat> I like the nice briskness in the air. I like... I personally can't really sleep when it's uh, hot out. Right. Uh, whether it's summer, winter, whatever, I, it, I just have a hard time going to sleep when right. I'm hot. So. so this is perfect weather for this. For yeah. This, especially if you're yeah. someone who likes to sleep up under the covers. I have. I sleep with the window open as well. Yeah. Yeah. Even if it is cold, I still have a window See, open. See, I'm I just, the opposite. I need, like, that, right? I need that. I need that. Chill. I don't like really sleeping with covers, bro. I don't. I like sleeping just. With a pillow between my leg and a pillow underneath my head and all right. that extra shit, I'm cool on. I don't know what if it was some shit from childhood. <clears throat> I'm dead serious, bro. I, it don't matter what the weather is, bro. I have to sleep the cover on. For sure. Even if it's hot in the summer, a sheet. Yeah, a sheet. It, I don't know some, if it's something mental. Yeah. I think like it's a protection yeah. or some sort of barrier. See, I, th- I think it's more like so. I think when you sleep on top of the covers, you're you're provided with that. That cold that you're looking for, because you know I'm a hefty dude, man. I need, I to, be, I need to be a little chilly when when I'm sleeping. I have you to. Know what I mean, period, point blank. I have so to. So I might, I might, I might throw the cover on sometime, but for the most part, if if it's up to me, I like to just sleep with a, maybe a light, like a sheet. Okay, I mean, you know, never some, wrong with that. Super light. <clears throat> I just have to have that bark in the. Uh, it can't just be the bed. It's got to kind of be the room. You know what I mean? Like yeah. it's got to have a certain chill to the room. Even so, like, so every time, every time you close your eyes, do you try to take a trip to the abyss? Um, or is there sometimes where like is your, is your cat nap? Would you say cat nap for you is just like all right? Let me slow down for a sec. I'm not really trying to visit the dark side. For just, me, I think because when I sleep, bro, like because I'm not, I don't sleep that many hours. But when I do sleep, like it's a dark, it's a dark sleep like I don't remember dreams Same. I don't you know what I mean unless it's terrifying unless it's terrifying I don't recall dreams anymore yeah. um, and for me <clears throat> I too there is no yeah, let me take a night let me take a light nap nah bro yeah if I'm in bed mode I could be watching something that I'm really into the next thing I know my alarm is going off and it's time to wake up to go to work right you know what it's, I mean? just so it, simple, it's just yeah. that yeah and that's what sucks about the, the adult life <coughs> and, and the family life, man. You, you work all damn day, then you got to put your family time in. And when it's when it's you time, it's damn near bedtime. Sleep time. Yeah. And you time is sleep time. And I don't think that's healthy, bro. I don't either, Me bro. personally, man. I don't either. I think everybody should, you know, should dedicate at least two to three hours a day to themselves to where they're trapped within their own thoughts I agree I would actually what makes I would say smile, more time laugh. than that you know yeah seriously I mean if you're a 42 three hours man that's a lot of time that, means that, that is most people aren't even afforded yeah. that type of time anymore bro. but if you can plan that properly man I, and, I, and I believe that with time management comes you know a lot of pro- productivity most definitely you know what I mean you, well, can, you can really you you make time for what you what you want to make time for no one's exactly. really that busy yeah. You know what I mean? Yeah. But yeah. I just think, bro, man, the people out there, I don't, I would never say, then I guess before I, we, I even jump into this, you can break down where we are right now and how well, we got here. And, and why we're feeling like this. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. So, t- so, so today's strand is, is, is a beautiful one. 
one that I'm, I'm it's growing on me. It didn't smack me up the first time I tried it. New to me. But now it's you know it's it's doing its its due diligence right now. It is called Tropic Thunder. It's a hybrid. That's a Tivolini hybrid. Tropic Thunder is a mysterious Maui Waui cross that exhibits colorful buds and floral floral aromas. The strand's moderate potency makes it suitable for consumption any time of the day. Nice. Offering a mellow and manageable buzz that elevates the mood and alleviates the stress. Its floral aroma transforms into a bitter, herbaceous mixture of flavors upon combustion or vaporization. Wow. Which we are doing right now. Tropic Thunder has been used for a variety of ailments, but excels when contending with depression, inflammation, and muscle spasms. The feelings are creative, euphoric, giggly, hungry, and relaxed. And it helps, like it just said, with depression, inflammation, muscle spasms, the negatives, dry mouth, hint of paranoia, and dry eyes. So there you have it. That's why we are on this voyage, thanks to the Tropic Thunder. And no, we are not talking about the movie. <laughs> no, not but at we, all. We might make it <clears throat> laugh throughout the, the course of this because today we have special guest. One, one of our listeners mm-hmm. wanted to, you know, reached out and wanted to be on the episode and give his two cents about a couple of different things. Yep. Um, it's calling from Dayton, Ohio. Um, his Twitter is Concerned Citizen with a blue hat. He's an Andrew Yang guy. <laughs> yeah, and that's his at is <clears throat> at Concern eight two one one four one one two. So we will be calling him in just a short minute, mm-hmm. rapping with him a little bit. Again, we are not a political podcast mm-hmm. in any way, shape, or form, but yep. we will listen because we believe in listening educate you yep and if there's any type of impactful results due to whatever stance you are taking i'm at least going to try to find some type of good in it yeah i think it's always good to listen to everything that's you know really going on yeah i agree with that completely i think uh as you get older even if you don't find yourself involved in it just having an understanding of it you know, it doesn't hurt. Yeah, you know? from from all sides of stories with all topics. Yeah, you know, it's yeah. not just political or oh yeah yeah. Anything yeah. Like yeah. This is never whatever, limited whatever, to just that. Yeah, whatever your mind can think of, there's always two sides to the to Most, the, to the coin. It can, we, you know, there's some depth that can be had, yeah. so to speak. So, and really, if you're open minded, it's it's it will really behoove you to be open minded because then then you can actually learn. Yeah, you know what I mean. That's and then you can go step. about it in a, in a different way and. That's what I'm trying to do on my little journey right now is be a lot more open-minded towards things that I, I once deemed as weird, crazy, like not cool, mm-hmm. shit like that. So Yeah, bro, that's a very good place to be in because I think uh, one of the best places you can eventually get to and evolve to is removing what's quote-unquote cool, you know what I mean? Right. And doing what's best for oneself, for Definitely. one's growth. Definitely. All that in development. <clears throat> and, and that's a big thing. So, yeah, <clears throat> I'm going to go ahead and look, try to get this dude's number. And see if we can make contact. Let's see what we can do. 
See what we got going on. Damn, people still got that that ringtone. Elevator music. Ooh. Mm. Mm. And no, we are not playing this. This is right. Yeah, this is. He might, he might not answer. Hello. Jesus Christ, is this Chris? Yes, it is. Chris, how you doing, sir? How you doing, Chris? You are currently on the Visions from the Ville podcast, so please behave accordingly. How you doing, sir? Uh, I can't complain now. I'm high as hell, if I'm being perfectly honest. (laughs) What are you smoking on today, sir? Oh, man, that's a good question. What is it? Can you talk up just a little bit, sir? I apologize. You're I'm fine. trying to think about what it was. That's all right, I actually boys. can't come up. Yeah, I can't come up with it off the top of my head. All right, that's awesome. Well, we are over here indulging in Tropic Thunder, and it has us feeling pretty good, man. Pretty giggly. Yeah. yeah so, Tropic Thunder. Huh? Yeah. Oh, it's Tahoe. Tahoe. That's what it's Tahoe, called. Okay. Something Tahoe. Tahoe G. Tahoe. Okay. Yeah, I I, I know there's uh, there's a Tahoe in it. Tahoe yeah. G. <laughs> <laughs> Sounds good, man. So what's been up, man? Thank you for uh, listening. Thank you for uh, being a part of what we got going on. Um, we we definitely appreciate that that you follow us and, and that you give us you know your ear for a little bit. Um, what are you, who are you and what are you about, sir? Tell us about yourself. Yeah, man. Uh, my name is Chris. Live in Dayton. Uh, small business owner. Uh, actually. Funny story, got fired, girlfriend hated her job, presented an opportunity to, hey, let's start something together, you know, and so we just ran with that idea, took, you know, past experiences, and we made a business out of it, we detail cars, uh, work trucks, boat, we've done a boat before, trying to get into motorcycles, but I just don't know anybody that rides motorcycles. <laughs> <laughs> right, well, that, that's, that's pretty cool, so what, what got you into that? I know you just said past experiences. What what, yeah, so what, made it, what what made it make sense in your brain to be like, okay, this is what I want to do, and this is what I should be doing. Yeah, pr- prior to moving to Ohio, I lived in uh, Missouri and Maryland, and I had been detailing cars at two different shops in both Maryland and uh, Missouri, and that was about five years of five or six years, I would say. And, you know, after a while, you start to wonder how come you're only getting paid $35, $40 a car and they're charging somebody $175, $200 for a car. And, you know, you just start to wonder, like, hold on, I'm doing everything top to bottom (laughs) and you're getting more than me. Something's not adding up. You feel me? And so it's, it's, it's not like it's, you know, rocket science, you know? I mean, I don't know. I just felt that I was capable of taking on that task and partner up with my with uh, my woman and her connections in this community in this town there was something that we could build out of it and now thankfully you know 100% due to her we've got a really really solid contract that we have a lot of work trucks and personal vehicles and things of that nature to keep us afloat and so then that way we can kind of just you know step by step get those individual personal cars things of that nature. There's also another company that we do every quarter, which is really nice uh, as well. We get to do the work trucks and a lot of their personal cars. So it, it's pretty cool. You know, we're, we're in our first year and 
We haven't lost money, so hey. Hey, yeah, listen, if you're not losing money, you're doing something right. Yeah, that's a success. I mean, hey, one, one of uh, one of the guys had said, had mentioned that you know most companies lose money for their first three or four years. Yeah, right. four so years. I just feel like, all right, cool. You know, this was something that was feasible, affordable, and you know, doable. So right. why not? Yeah, and that, and that's super dope. And I remember um, when we were talking earlier before we, you know we got on. Um, you were saying something about how you value your time. What can you can you go into depth? Yeah, go into depth on what so, you what you mean by valuing your time and and what that does for you personally. Yeah, I guess it just dates back, you know, from my childhood. You know, I have experienced you know death from an early age, and then you start to understand that this this thing we call life, you know, it's just. It's limited, you know, and it can be taken at any second of any day. And so you start to understand that like, you don't want to be beholden to a boss or a company or, you know, things of that nature. You know, for me personally, I'd rather make, you know, $50,000 and have 100% of my time in my hands rather than, you know, $150,000 and, you know, have to punch into a job or, you know, have to get the phone calls on the weekends or, you know, all that other stuff. You know, like hearing the words, you're fine, kind of like, it's like, all right, cool. I'll never give somebody this opportunity again. You know, like, I, I can figure this shit out. It's America. It's this literally the richest country the history's ever seen. I can make it. You feel me? Like, I'm never going to give somebody that opportunity again. Right, there's a and there's, just something, there's, there's freedom. Yeah, there's just freedom in being able to wake up and just not do anything, you know, or being able to wake up and yeah. just go and just go balls to the wall. You know, there's just... There's freedom and, you know, like I just had a nephew born, like I was able to just go. I don't have to call in and take off of work. I don't have to, you know, situate or get somebody to cover a shift or none of that nonsense. Yeah. You know, and just the way the world is, you know, seems like it's going towards, I just feel like, you know, entrepreneurship is, this is what you got to do. You know, I mean, this is just what you're going to have to do. Right. I, I And I completely agree. And I think that we're in a day and age that um, you can really... Create your 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 own atmosphere when it comes to everything, but most importantly, your work. You know, if you're if you're willing to put that's in the biggest area. You know, right. find find a lane and, and be unique, and and then just pound away and really do the the uh, the legwork. I, th- I think um, I think that there's a piece of the pie for everybody in that sense. Yeah. Yeah, I agree with that. I definitely agree with that as well. Now. Would you say that you've always had the entrepreneurial spirit or circumstances and just getting older and feeling though you, you know, you've gained enough life experience and wisdom to just say, you know what, I got to do something else. You know, I value my time too much. Now is the time to make it happen. Oh man, that's a good question. I would say no. What I would say though is since I can remember, I have always gambled. I have okay. this curse of being a gambler. You feel me? And so the the idea of risk means nothing to me. You feel okay. me? Like I'm okay with losing. I'm okay with winning. It's just, you know, so since an early age, I've had that mindset, not entrepreneur. And so later in life, when I understand that, okay, is it a risk? not having something stable the way you get a check every week or whatever the case may be sure you know but if you're risking on yourself yeah that, that that's a risk i'm willing to take and so i guess that would take 
years of developing, you know, I, I couldn't have done this when I was younger, there's no way, I was you know, definitely too immature, didn't mm -hmm. see, you know, the world big picture-wise, but as I've gotten older and understand, like, okay, you know, I mean, it's not like the craziest, you know, talent per se in the world, but I can do this, you know, I have the patience to do it, I know what to look for, I, you know, I can do it thoroughly, you know, and it's something that a lot of people don't even think about or don't, you know, will never do. You feel me? And so, like, okay. that was just taking years of doing this as a job and understanding, like, okay, is there a risk? Yeah. Is it a gamble, per se? Yeah. You know, I mean, because I'm betting on me and my lady. You know, like, shit. Like, everything rides on whether we're working or not in the month. You right. know what I mean? That's and the so, best, like, I've had best that, yeah, you know. Yourself. Yeah, so I've had that type of mentality since the beginning. But as far as, like, you know, did I sell cards as a kid? Did I go knock and, you know, do the shoveling stuff? Nah, I wish okay. I had that Gary V in me. You know, mm -hmm. I, I, I really, really wish I had that, you know, from an early age. But, nah, I, I, I had a different set of qualities early on, and this was just, well, know, well, 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 let me stop the you there. Let me stop. Let me stop you there because with when you saying that you're get you're gambling and 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 the risks don't mean nothing, and especially when you're gambling on yourself, with all that, there's there's something deeper in that, right? There has to be something deeper than just that on surface answer. So. My question to you is, does that, does the gambling, the risk, does those experiences come from or create an un, undoubted, un, un, what is that word? Undoubted, I don't even fucking know. Smack back. I'm fucking smack. No, but I'm saying, does it, does, did that create like self-confidence and, uh, you know, the deeper issues than just the on surface oh gambling risks don't mean nothing to me why don't risk mean anything to you because risks that you're willing to take that's why people don't take those is because they're scared yeah, 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 of that they, and that yeah. that that that, uh, that bi-weekly paycheck uh goes a long way yeah. with what they now got going on and you know because i know people who you know who, who are good with the job that they have and they might have an idea, but they're never going to go do that. Like, no, why would I quit this job? Yeah, why would I, I do this? I'm not, you know. Yeah. So, I, so, I, so, I so where did that, that, where did the self confidence come from? Well said. Uh, that's another good one. Thank you for asking that. That makes me think. So that's a good one. Thank you. I appreciate that. Uh. Well, that, I, I well that's know. what you're promoting, I, I, yeah, right? Make America think harder. <laughs> hey, I'm just we're, we're gonna get to that. All right, all right, all right. Get to that. But, all right, so Doing that. What, what I, what my best answer to that question is: I've experienced some awesome wins. I've experienced some awesome losses. You know, in terms of monetary things, in terms of you know whatever the case might be. And I've also you know lost like really close people. And so when you start to like look at everything big picture, and I have always been. Uh, I've always been curious, you know, like I just have that type of brain, I have that type of mind. And so this self-confidence comes from the fact that, you know, if I'm gonna speak, I know what I'm speaking about. You feel me, like if I'm gonna do something, I know I'm gonna do it because I can do it. You know, like it just comes from just knowing that it's okay to lose. You know, like it's okay to fail. Like, and I failed my, my fail, you know, my, my fair share of time. You know, right. like I've succeeded in some things, but I failed and also understand, you know, like after you fail, you wake up the next day, nothing stops, the sun's still up, you know, so you can either, you know, boo-hoo about it or understand, like, okay, let's try to get a little bit better. Right, I got you know, another so, chance. So failure prepared right, you for you success. Have, you have another opportunity, and so, you know, and that goes back to the whole idea of the time. 
you know, if, if I was beholden to somebody else's time, then I don't have all of this time to do what I need for me. And, you know, and, and, so, and, and do what's important, and that's fix what you need to fix within you. So, yeah. Yeah, absolutely. You know, absolutely. And it's just, it just, it just allows you to have, you know, a freedom to think. You know, it just, uh, it just opens up space in your brain because, again, you're not held down to another company or another business or another, you know, job or whatever the case may be. You know, you just free up a whole space in your brain, and you occupy it with your own time. With your own thoughts. I love that. You know, with your own actions, whatever the case you may be. And so, like, for me, again, like I said, you know, I'm not really a, a thing kind of guy. I don't have a lot of things. You feel me? And so, my my ultimate goal is time. You know, I yeah. just want to be able to utilize my time the way that I want to do it. That's I wanna the goal. I think hang that's out with my lady. If I, you know, hang out with the dogs, I want to be able to do that. All right. So, <clears throat> what's you, you said earlier that you're pretty smack, as we are. Yeah. So, what's your yeah. relationship with Mary, and how has it contributed to your mental health? Oh God! I mean, I'm all, I think I'm getting close to you know decade number two. Yeah. <laughs> I think me and Mary started when I was like fourteen, maybe 13, 14, 15, around that age. Wow! Right. Wow. And you know, it's a shame because when I was younger, you know, we don't have the information we have now, and we definitely don't have the strength we have now. You yeah. feel me? Definitely. And so, like, I can remember a time where you know. Kind bud was you know the greatest thing on on, on earth. I can remember, really, and so yeah, and so you know, LKB brother, and uh, you know there was there was a time where you know I definitely looked at it as you know a, a drug early on, you know, and just you know this is going to take me to an alternate you know universe per se. But as I've you know been going on, and I would really you know equate this to the tolerance level, just just going, you know, and just continuing to smoke and continue to try different things. It has allowed my brain, it has allowed me to become fuller, you know. I'm really inquisitive about things that I probably shouldn't even be inquisitive about. Right. You know, I know you know, I like to look into things that I probably shouldn't look into, you know, but it just is unlocked a great deal man I want to hit what y'all are hitting yeah. it's unlocked a great deal in my yeah. you know in, so, in so my handle it brother oh, wow. it's, 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 it's all good but yeah. uh yeah you know and, and it's also you know I, I really am like a pacifist man like I, yeah. I don't like to get into altercations you know I, you know a good argument it's cool, right. you know. Like I enjoy a good debate or whatever, you know. Same. And so I, I could probably attribute, you know, some of that because again, the area I can, you know, there's some rough areas, you know, around the neighborhood. Right, and and, and that was a great question that that Sean brought up. My my question to piggyback off that is, is how did how does the, <laughs> the relationship with Mary kind of tie into the things that we've already talked about? You know, the the mindset of being the business owner, the mindset of having you know, some some good uh, self confidence. You know, all that other, the, all the extra shit. Well, I think for me, you know, it just really alleviates the whole idea of stress and worry and things of that nature. And so, you know, I can just I can see things clearer. You know, I I, I can look at a bigger picture. You know, I can I can see what needs to be done. You know, and uh, along with my work and things of that nature, it's just it's easier for me personally because what I'm doing is really tedious. You know, I'm going into crevices, I, you know, I'm doing all this little, you know, odds and ends inside of a car underneath, you know, things of that nature. And so there's, there's a certain level of patience, you know, there's a certain level of, you know, okay, let's take our time, let's not get overworked. 
thing I really like where it takes me all the way through a day. You feel what I'm saying? And this has been going on for years upon years. Like, I, again, I, I don't, I think I'm on decade two now. And so, you know, the Tyler's level, it, it, it's far gone past the point of, oh, let's just do this, you know, because no, I just live in the state of, okay, this is what it needs to be, you know, and so that way I can retain what I need to hear, you know, uh, the information that I hear. You know, I can I can pay attention when I need to be paying attention to. My mind's not going off all scattered and things of that nature. Does it happen? Yeah, every now and then. But over the majority of the time, it's, it's a beautiful thing for me, individually, you know, personally. And again, that's why I've stuck with it for 20 years, damn near. Right, yeah. And, and I mean, you know, like, kind of, what my brain's thinking of now is when you were saying that we didn't know about all the strands that we had now, right? And so yeah. that brings um, me to what we have, what, what Sean and I have over here with the podcast and, and just bringing light to all the different strands and, and you know we can't you know I'm not I, I don't know how to physically tell you about these strands but I'm going to I'm going to show you how it you know well a, a, affects the conversation well or said. you know when we get our YouTube up and popping you're going to see our mannerisms oh, yeah, and, and shit like that yeah. man but I think that there's so much value in it too is that because there's people out there that really still don't know uh, the the real difference in the strands and, and, and the real effects that the strands bring. Um, people are going out there still smoking to get high. Yeah. You know, not yeah, knowing that, that some of this good shit are actually trying to really affect your mind and body in, in, in probably a lot of different ways than you're ex- expecting. You know, so your, your mindset is in one area and what the... The tree is doing to you is in another area so those two energies are in sync and those aren't aligned and and that's where it, it becomes iffy to me you know because that's I would deem that a misuse of the product you know what I mean <clears throat> yeah listen part, part, part of the allure of what you guys got going on is because you do you can see where different strains will take you guys and for instance what I use for me personally there's some strains where I'm, I'm, I'm on it. Like, are you guys familiar with a guy named uh, Cornell West? Well, Dr. Cornell West. Yeah, yep. familiar. Okay, so listen, there's there's some strains that when when I'm when I'm smoking that, like, I can't get enough of. Well, he's like my pastor. That's what I call him, Pastor West. You feel me? Like, right. I, I just dive into everything he's talking about. You know, and because it's uh, for me personally, I just feel like, okay, this is affecting this part of the brain that I, I'm ready for this heavy hitting shit. You feel me? Like, there's stuff that, you know, yes, he's talking, giving you a good little, you know, uh, soliloquy and all, but he's really talking to us. And so, like, are you really, really, you know, ready to grasp that? You know, whereas there's also sometimes where I can only watch a stand-up, you know, yeah. Bill Burr, right. you know, or, yeah. or some, some, you know, Chappelle, yeah. and, and that nature. And so, and I, and like I, don't, I don't like... Yeah, everybody, yeah, I think, I think everybody I has think that about them. Yeah, I think it's really, it's really disheartening for people to not understand, like, that's what it is. You know, there's so much data and there's so much science behind it that they can tell you what it's going to do. You know, like, it's going to help you, with, you know, in the, in the mechanical portions of your brain, you know, in the creative portions of your brain, right. you know, and et cetera, and, and et cetera. You, and so why wouldn't you take advantage of that? Right. Do you think it enhances now that we know, okay, so when I go into this, let, let me p- paint this picture for you. Do you think this enhances the experience 
of the high, right? So I go into the dispensary. Um, they're telling me a strand. Let's just say it's going to make you euphoric, happy, creative. Mm -hmm. um, and, and I say, yes, I want that. Um, with, with that, with, with knowing that, uh, do you think that you just kind of enhance those endorphins from within in those spaces, the euphoric space, the creative space? Do you think that you pre-enhance that? Like and a then placebo. It, yeah, something like that. I, Isn't that wild? I, I, I see what you mean with that, bro. I see what you mean. I, yeah, I, think, I, I definitely think that. there's a level to that. Yeah, you know, it, and it, I think all paranoia... From, from marijuana stems from you not smoking the strand that you need at the time that you were smoking. I think that's when like paranoia and, and, and any bad effects from marijuana come into play. Honestly, bro, I would actually say that as I've gotten older, I've actually had to learn how to dose properly. I think prior to about 30, I was definitely overdosing on weed. Right. You know? Whereas now, when I'm a little more, a little bit more knowledgeable about it, I understand proper dosing and all of that good right. stuff. Even for um, it, it, our pod, bro, it, like it, I gotta kind of slow down right. at times. Cause even knowing that <clears throat> point two yeah, bro, from a bowl or a bong, that shit will last you for an hour if yeah. you do it properly. If you do it properly, so where I understand. I I'm telling when you, when I was young, I'm it, blown back once, like overdosing. Yeah, yeah, it's you're not, right, bro. Yeah, it's not yeah. the nat It's not the medical dosage that yeah. would actually enhance. Right. And bring out whatever the tree is supposed so to do. So with that comes experience, right? Yeah, I definitely. Mean, you have to you, be a part of the game. Got, so yeah. like the new generation coming into the they'll game, learn it better than we did. Well, they're already programmed. It, yeah, the info's are, to it. It, it wasn't available to us. It's so. literally a fucking candy store for yeah. potheads, bro. I go in there and I just smile, man. Yeah. As soon as you open the door, the sweet aroma of, of cannabis smacks the shit out of your nostrils. Then Man. on the big screen, they got everything that's in the store. You hand them a card. You sit down. I like what you said about they the They bring you back, and then there's just, I mean, what do you want right now? We're going to have a touch. This is a side <laughs> note. We're going to have to touch on that in a future episode, bro. What? The placebo effect, bro. Yeah, if I tell you effect. this is going to make you creative, uplifted, yeah. all that, do you hit this and real? you now feel yeah. that because I told you that. So yeah. I. I want to that, that's that. something that you got to dive definitely. deep into, gotta, like, and you got to smoke that strand that's going to make you think things. Definitely, because honestly, like, like, this, this, like Chris was saying about Doctor West, like yeah, you got to yeah, get yeah, one yeah. of them strands yeah. that's going to make you think things. Like I feel giggly, bro, and <laughs> I'm dead serious, but I do. I feel it in my stomach, and I, and, and I don't feel like it's because nah, you read just, that as one of the, fat. you know, nah, I feel yeah. giggly, my like an airiness in my stomach, bro. Right. I just want to bust out <laughs> laughing, you know, and I don't. Uh, right. But yeah. Now, what we what right. we really want to go ahead and give us go ahead and give us a good laugh, then, Chris. Sorry, we that we, we tend to have these little uh, vision voyages where we just kind of just just go, go off deep, and man. just get deep, deep and, and and just let let it really take over. You know what I mean? And and no, we, I'm just happy to be a part of one. And, and we contribute that to Tropic Thunder today. So Def Tropic Thunder. Definitely. Thank you for the little voyage you, you you sent us on, and I I truthfully I really, and this is me being one hundred percent honest. I don't even remember what the fuck we were just talking about. Yeah, that's <laughs> that's yeah, that's exactly where it went. But we took it we took it to place. But I know one thing we do want to talk about. All right, tell us. Hashtag Yang 
gang. Jagapalooza! Gang, gang. Explain that to us, please. Man, we're, we're hearing some noise about it, but we're not exactly sure what it is. And but what, persuade me, man. Yeah, but the election you year is coming up. I, listen, I want, you, I want you to tell me the background yeah. of Andrew Yang and the Yang Gang movement. Yep. Then I want you to answer a couple of questions that I have. I as well directly because of you know where I stand. Mm-hmm. Okay. I can agree to that if you just allow me to ask you guys a quick question. Sure. You can listen. You can ask us anything you want. Fire away. Okay. Before but before I answer or before I convince you, do either of you guys have kids? Yep. Yes. Okay, perfect. So, hashtag Yang Gang. The man, the man, his name is Andrew Yang. If you don't know who he is by now, then, you know, Google him. Okay, <laughs> that's all I need to say. Google Andrew Yang. Now, let me convince you guys. He's running off of this, uh, the, what we call the Freedom Dividend. It's been called Universal Basic Income. You know, it's been championed by Martin Luther King. You know, it's been to the House of Representatives. Uh, I think it was Nixon that also was in favor of it. Uh, Thomas Paine, you know, one, one, one of the world's best economists was in favor of it. This is what he's running on. It's $1,000 a month. And how I'm going to convince you in a couple of seconds right now without going on for 15 hours is you guys both said you have kids. Mm-hmm. We're about to give you $1,000. So what is more pertinent, you know, or more, more important than your children's safety and your children's health? I can't think of anything, right? I don't yeah. want to speak for you, but I'm pretty sure that's what you're going to tell me, correct? Right. Yeah, that's all these kids to grow up in the... Okay, so listen. These children, two-thirds of their their breakdown happens outside of school. You know, we, we like to say that teachers are just responsible for everything, but, you know, truth be told, they only account for a third of what's really happening. Right. Everything else is outside of school. Yeah, and right. so $1,000 a month going in, what it does is it provides, you know, parents more time at home. They can read to their kids. They can do their homework. You know, they can interact. You know, they can eat together. You know, they're allowed to have those moments, those those, uh, those mother moments, those father moments, you know, a thousand dollars. The meaningful you know, moments. For, for yes, yes, meaningful moments. And, you know, that meaningful period of where, you know, you need your mom and dad, you know, you need somebody to be reading to you. You need somebody to be telling you what's right, what's wrong. You know, you need somebody to be leading you down a path, you know, of success. You need somebody to be listening to you, you know, and so what $1,000 a month will do, you know, and you guys are specific, you know, arrangements. Yes, it's going to, it's going to lift up, you know, the foot up off your necks a little bit as well. You know, it's going to allow you guys to have the freedom, you know, to, to take your, uh, your ladies out on, on a random date, you know, or mm-hmm. date night out. You know, it's going to allow you guys to, you know, fix up your car. You know, it's going to allow you guys, whatever the hell, you know, you may be. But, but that's what he's John really Smith running on. That. Now, what he's, what he's also, understood, you know, what he's also has told us is he understands the problems. You feel me? Like Donald Trump is elected because he pointed out the problems. Mm-hmm. He just doesn't have a fucking answer for him. You feel me? And so, like, it's just Andrew is really the man who sees the problems that we are currently facing, and he has out of the <coughs> answers for every single one of them. Anything that can be asked, we have an answer for. You know, and I am not, hear me very clearly, I 
would never identify as a Democrat or a Republican. Fundamentally, I am opposed vehemently to them. You feel me? But this man literally took me and he grabbed the insides of my soul. And I was like, okay, I feel you. Like, you are right. And then the more that I start to see, the more I start to read, I'm like, okay, you really aren't full of shit, bro. You know, and it just gets, you know, just deepens my passion, you know, because again, you know, I got a little nephew just born, you know, my cousin just had a little son, you know, like, I, I understand that shit, like, this is the hottest the planet's ever been, you know, like, I want them yeah. to be able to grow up and see a life, you feel me, like, they shouldn't have to grow up and die immediately, not to sound so morbid, but you feel what I'm saying, like, if people are paying attention to what's going on, like, we're headed down a shithole right now, right. you feel me, and so again, like, I'm just the guy that, Give me some answers, you know. And one one of the compelling things that he told me up front was, "Listen, I'm not running. You know, I'm running as a Democrat because of the way the system is set up." He told that very clearly up front. Yes, everybody knows he's a Democratic nominee now, you know, or a candidate now. But up front, on the, I think it was on the Joe Rogan podcast, is when he said, "You know, hey, just because the system is set up like it's impossible to beat Trump as a Republican, but I can do it now." And listen, he's one of the only candidates that are, that openly Trump supporters, like I think it's like 10% or more of Trump uh, supporters have said that they would they would rock with Andrew. Yeah, so if he's a candidate, candidate, basic math says we win. Okay. I, I just like want to know, <clears throat> how does he make you feel? Because Trump has a unique way of being able to just reach inside of people and bring something out of them. Is that what Andrew Yang makes you feel, or does what he propose? I'm sorry, is what he's proposing just the more logical way to go forward towards the future? Because emotion-wise, I'm telling you, I think Trump he just has a way of getting people to just you know feel what he's saying. So I just think uh, I think it's, it's sometimes bigger than the logical way to go about it. You know? No, I agree. And so, well, listen. I know you guys are based out of Maryland, so yep. I don't know if you happen to know, but yesterday, right up the street in Georgia, well, maybe not right up the street, but, you know, over in George Mason, over in Virginia, yep. he just had, you know, I think it was a little over 2,000 people on, on a Monday night, you know, in, in time for his little for a little speech of his. You know, like, we're rallying people from all walks. Why? Because he has the answers. And when you ask, what does he make me feel? Yeah. He makes me feel optimistic. Okay. He makes me feel hopeful. He makes me feel okay. hopeful. He makes me feel like I want to vote for somebody. I have never voted. Nobody has ever inspired me. Now, I don't know if that's you know, saying something about me or that's saying something about our quote-unquote leaders. Okay. You feel me? But I have never been inspired to do the shit that I have done for right. him to speak on behalf of him. You feel me? Yeah, yeah, I yeah, yeah. I feel you. But now my question is, is that I'm hearing you say he has the answers. He has the answers. What are the answers? Okay, let, let for me, if, if I'm stuck in the middle, let's say, um, let's let's throw a topic. Let, let's say abortions, right? So if I'm stuck in the middle, right, I'm, I'm the guy that... Um, me personally, I would never advocate for 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 an abortion. Yeah. But with with the same breath, I'm saying that I completely understand with what what the women are talking about and, and it, them, you having know, the having the final say in what they do with their body. Where, where's 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 your man at with that? Well, I can say this with utter 
pleasure that he takes a stance that there should not be a man in the room. They should all be outside, all the women in the room, whatever they decide. Because me personally, like I believe my guy Andrew, we don't even think about it. It's not our body. I don't even think about it. You feel me? I, 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 I do what it's not my call. And so Andrew has said very clearly, all the women get in the room. Whatever you guys decide, come out, tell me, I'll tell the world. That's all. That, that is the process. End of story. Nothing else to it. There's not a man in the building. There's not a man in the room. There's no reason for a man's voice. And for me personally, I fundamentally believe that should be the case. You know, I'm in your boat, Tim. You know, uh, on terms of you know, philo- you know, philosophically and you know, personally, you know, but I also don't believe that I should even have a say in what goes on. You know, let alone legislate some shit. Well, you know what I mean? And so I, I mean, I'm happy I, to say that. In- yeah, but in the same breath, you have to um, be sensitive to the other side of the spectrum too. Is that 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 there's I don't want to kill my there are men going through it and and and, and they're fighting for the life. Yeah, you know what I mean. So what Listen, happens? I, that, I, it, it had, I, I, I it's a, it's too much of a gray area. Only rape, you know, incest, and that's I'm sorry. <clears throat> only rape, incest, and Maybe there's another scenario that I'm not naming, but that would be the only... I, I, I can't support abortion, man. I can't. See, you me, personally, I, but I, I can you see listen, the other again, side of it? I, I, I do can, see I the other side, right but me personally, if it was a situation I yeah, was involved yeah, yeah, in, yeah, yeah, yeah. That's, that that's would not I fly. But I don't think you're... Hey, listen, you guys. I don't think you're fundamentally... You're not fundamentally supporting... If, you know, if we had sex, you're, you're, fund, you're fundamentally supporting you? the idea that a woman should choose. We know what the possible like, outcome could be. Right. You know, and so I think that? I said if a man and a woman have consensual sex, it's a known understanding of what the possible outcome could be. So for me, well, no, well, I, with the exception I, I would, of rape def- and I incest, def- I, def- I cannot def- support abortion. I, I disagree with that 100%. It's 2019. I, I mean, you have birth control, you have the day after bill, you have fucking condoms. I get like, all of no, that. It's not, it's, None it's of not those like are 100%. <laughs> contraceptive, meaning there is still okay, the logical you chance you can get pregnant. All I'm simply saying is, if you're not in a, if you happen to just go to a bar mm-hmm. and you happen to see a woman, you happen to take her home, you happen to do, you know, grown folks shit, yep. and then happen, you know, the next day somebody says, oh, I'm pregnant, but I'm not keeping it, I would argue like, hey, you shouldn't have put your dick in her. You feel me? Like, if you're not in a relationship with I somebody, see what you if you're mean. not in an understanding. It can be argued so, both yeah, ways. Like, me personally, like, I don't think I'm telling somebody that I support abortion. What I do believe is I support, I mean, uh, that I'm telling everybody that, or, you know, I'm not speaking on behalf of Andrew, but, you know, me personally, I support a woman to right tell to me what's up. Now, again, like, I do feel for the man, you know, that that happens to, because I could understand what, you know, how that would make me feel. But I would also think to myself, if I was honest with myself, hey, if I'm not in a, you know, quote-unquote relationship with somebody that I, I can foresee a future with and things of that nature, why the hell would I anticipate somebody wanting or, you know, stick or, or be stuck with me for 18 years? You feel yeah. me? So, like, if you happen to just hook up with somebody and they happen to get pregnant and then they call you three days later and say, hey, I'm not having this, like, again, I can understand the hurt and I'm not advocating for it, but I also do believe fundamentally, like, the woman should choose it. And so whatever it does to her, whatever it does to, you know, people surrounding, like, that's, that's whatever, but 
they should be able to say, hey, this is what's up. And so for Andrew Yang to say, hey, a man shouldn't be in there, I, I rock with that. Because I, I don't need to be I, in that discussion. I, uh, I mean, to put a button on the on this topic, I mean, because I don't want to talk too much about it. It's it's kind of weird. Redundant. Um, <laughs> I, I understand. Where I, where, yeah, where I'm at is just like every situation is different. There should be uh, guidelines, rules, and, and, and laws in, in place to protect both parties in every single possible situation. Yeah. <clears throat> you know what I mean? Agreed. So, so um... My next question is, after that, is uh, since I have a brand new baby and he's coming into the whole techie world, um, where's where's your man at when it comes to automation versus man? Well, he's the, he's the only person that's letting us know what's going on. He's, he's the only candidate letting us know that we are automating thousands of jobs by the day. Hell, I just read an article about Walmart uh, introducing uh, janitor robots now. They're about to uh, unleash thousands of robots into their stores now, and so there's jobs. Involved. I read that as well. So, yeah. so what? What Andrew has uh, Andrew has been telling us all along is like, listen, man, it's not immigrants taking these jobs. It's robots. It's technology. You feel me? Right. And so he's letting us. I mean, hell, he he's the one that has shed light on the fact for the the trucking industry. Like, I had no idea that that the trucking job is like one of the most popular jobs in, uh, in 29 states. Yes. It's the number one job in 29 states. I didn't know how many thousands of people were involved in the trucking industry. I had no idea that they have self-driving trucks already on the road. You feel me? And so when you're about to take away, you know, hundreds of thousands of jobs, the trucking jobs, they're also, you're talking about truck stops, you're talking about motels, you're talking about diners, you're talking about little gift shops. All sorts of shit. Those of you about to be wiped away. Why? There's no drivers to stop. You right. know what I mean? And so, like, he, he's shedding light on what's going on because, again, it's not going to be a pretty thing. If all these people are out of jobs, where the hell are they going to do? You can't just tell people to go and learn how to code. That's asinine. Yeah. You know? And so, again, that, that, that wraps up into the idea of this, you know, freedom because And he's the one that's letting me know, like, hey, we should be treating technology like it's oil. You know, technology is the oil of the 21st century. All this money that's being soaked up by these tech companies, man, like, we need to be getting a piece of that. Yeah, right. You feel what I'm saying? And so, again, like, he's telling me, like, what's going on, like, in Nevada, man, like, they're about to get hit hard as shit. Like, all their hotels, like, they have, in all their bars, they have self uh you know, the machines that you make the drinks for you. So bartenders yeah, yeah. are about to be up out of there. When you go into any any food place, what do you do? You go to a fucking kiosk and you, you know type in what you want. Yeah. They might have one. Hell, I saw the bar. Did you see that bartender thing out in Vegas to experiment with the Vegas? No, I, man, they got they've uh, they've implemented it. I, I could be wrong. This could be what do you guys call them? Snack packs? But I think they put Snack them in uh, Hollywood like three three uh, three months ago. Like, yeah, I know what you're talking about. I also know, like, when you go and check in, there's places where you don't even talk to a person when you check in anymore. Right, yeah. You just go in, you, you type that shit in, and they give you your key through, like, this little beep beep type shit, whatever. Right. But, yeah, so, like, as, as you're letting us know, like, hey, man, like, this isn't about to stop. Yeah. You feel me? Like, and he and he's, he's a silicon guy. He's the one that's letting us know, like, hey, he's talking to these people. He's letting us know that he's... They, he's been told this is coming. There's so, no stopping this shit. So what does he feel about outsourcing jobs overseas as as opposed to bringing them back domestically? What, what do you mean outsourcing jobs? Because that seems to be <clears throat> that seems to be the way that the economy and big business is being done. It's cut the American out of his job. If we can automate it, 
or if we can outsource it to cheap labor, let's go about it that way instead of helping an American to well, help it, take it, care it, of his family. Again, this, this is the idea behind the freedom dividend, you know, the idea behind it, because it's not like you're just going to come up with an idea to supplement the job loss, because no, you're not going to be able to, you know, compete with China and their, their distribution uh, setup. Like, you're not going to be able to compete with some of that shit. I mean, they got like three billion people, or, you know, some nonsense. Right. Like, it's crazy. You see what I'm saying? He's telling us, like, listen, we're not going to be bringing these jobs back. You know, we have to be innovative. And so he's championing, you know, more entrepreneurs. And an extra thousand of dollars for me personally, I mean, actually, it would be me and my lady. Yeah, it would be me and my lady. So we're actually getting $24,000. Right, we can put some of that into our business. You know, we can put some of that into whatever the case may be. That's very true. And so he's not giving us some fairy tale shit like, you know, Donald did. And that's how he got elected. You know, Donald was compelling, like you said, Sean. Man, Donald Trump can make people feel. Yeah. Man, like he has, like he key. has that power that, to that make is people feel. because especially feel. with the presidency, because like it's if a lot of it is feel. based off of the emotion. emotion. Yeah. yeah. And, and, just act, and listen, and it wasn't no coincidence that all those swing states went for Donald and all these manufacturing job workers were lost. And he was the one that's pointed it out. Now, again, he, his stupid ass self that he said he's going to bring back the manufacturing jobs. Yeah, that's never going to happen. But what Andrew's saying is, yeah, this is happening. Here's an idea going forward. You know, like, uh, it's just Andrew has opened my eyes and I thought that I was aware you know, beforehand. And I realized in these last what since February, so I don't know, ten months, eight, nine months or something like that, I had no idea what was really going on. You know, and I'm very, very grateful that I stumbled upon him on what's his name's podcast or whatever. Because again, it's alarming. You know, like I had no idea that in twenty thirty it's estimated like thirty yeah. percent of the jobs are gonna be gone. Like the entire uh, 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 insurance agency is about to be decimated. That'll be all AI. You feel me? Like I had no idea that like some like thirty or forty percent of law office work can be automated away and banking work automated away. You know, like this stuff is kind of compelling to me because well, at the end of the day, what are you gonna do if you have all these jobless people? You know, like it's it's gonna be pure chaos. Now you give them a way forward. You know, you say, hey, this is you know we understand what's coming. We're, we're gonna keep you know you guys afloat like let's start to think about this collectively and so he likes to call it the trickle up economy you know because right now we're all you know everything's predicated upon this you know this dumbass idea of GDP you know the president comes out and talking about the stock market and spend well you know and I'm just like well you know 84% of the stocks are owned by the top 10% people in the, in the country like what the fuck are you talking about <laughs> so so with you know all saying, with all of that said where is the money going to come for to pay for all these programs and policies alright well so like you know what he's saying exactly, is exactly where is the money coming from <laughs> to pay every American citizen who is 18 you guys, years of age or older a because thousand there's 350 dollars. there's over 300 million people in the states right listen it, it's not about the money, money you guys America has more money than what they know to do with I don't know if you guys are familiar with it but in 2007 the the government just said, here's a check for $4 trillion, banks. That's when the, oh, bank, yeah, the, the bank, government yeah. shows the banks yeah. over the people. The people yeah. Okay, so again, <laughs> let's, just preface, let's just preface it by saying, it's not the fucking money. Yeah. America is the richest country the world has ever seen. Okay, so don't think about it in terms of monetary. So now when he's talking about how he's going to balance it, there's a value-added tax. 
I'm not sure if you guys okay. are familiar. Long story short, there's a ton of countries around the world developing Denmark, Sweden, Germany, you know, really real countries that have a value-added tax. And basically what that is is you just get a slice of every Amazon transaction, yeah. a slice of every Google search, a slice of every, you know, X, Y, and Z. You feel what I'm saying? And that's it's all wrapped around technology. So that's going to generate a great portion. I think, I think the last time I saw it, I think it was like $1.8 trillion it's going to... Uh, uh, amount to. Alaska and does something have, well, similar to that, right? What you said, well, Alaska has the order yet. So every Alaska citizen, no matter what, they get between a thousand and two thousand dollars a year, and they got that from oil. And now, I want you guys to know what determines the one to two thousand. Wait, listen, a guy, Alaska is a deeply conservative state. Yeah. Okay, it's a Republican state, so that that has to be mentioned in this because a lot of people are thinking this is a farce and everything, and it's not. Okay, it's wildly accepted. You know, like the governor, when, when they implemented the governor was like, listen, do you want the oil companies to have it or you? Okay, and it's just a beautiful idea that it's universal. You know, and so where do we get the money? There's a plan for the money. There's a value-adding tax. You know, we're, we're, we're going to get there, uh, and then you supplement with different programs. So like, if somebody's on welfare or, or food stamps and things of that nature, they're not gonna get kicked out per se, you know, but they can opt in. So let's say, you know, they're getting $800 a month. They can say, hey, I want the 1000 but they don't get the 800 You feel what I'm saying? Gotcha. And so they'll have, the, they'll have that power, you know. And so if somebody's getting 1800 a month, they can be like, nah, you can keep that 1000 I need this 1800 for the family. And so it, it's just the math is all there. Now, again, I'm not like an economist or whatever and so I can just say like the generics and I know about the value adding tax I know about a certain couple of other taxes and cuts that he's talking about but what I do know is it all adds up you feel what I'm saying and the biggest thing is that value adding tax because that is directly attributed to our data and that is what he is letting people know that these people are getting filthy fucking rich off of our data and so if we just get our slice of pie we're more than halfway there so again, it's not the money that's really, it's just the people are either for it or against it. And again, Martin Luther King championed for it, and the world's leading economist, Thomas Paine, yeah. championed for it. He told us in 100 years, GDP is going to kill uh, kill the people. He said, you cannot, uh, you cannot uh, sustain a, a society with GDP as your measure. And Andrew Yang has presented a, a different idea to look at how we're the Americans for part. You know, look at our mental health. You know, look at our children. Look at look at our you know stress level. Look at our age. Like I didn't know that uh, the life expectancy was declining the last three or four years. I, I had no idea. And it's, the last time that happened was like over a hundred years ago during the uh, Spanish flu. Yeah. So think about that. You know, everybody yeah. talks about how great. America, I mean, just think about that. that that's mm. demoralizing. And so again, I've never been passionate about somebody, but this man, he is my passion. You feel me? Like I understand that me, my woman, like my family, like we need this man. You know, now other people, they might just, you know, poo-poo on him and everything like that, but that's just because he's an outsider. And that's why I love him. He is not a politician. He's slowly becoming one. He's understanding how to play the part, you know, but grassroots, like he, we're the cheapest supporters. We just raised ten million dollars last quarter, and, and it averaged out thirty dollars a pop. Um, Think about that. That's like three hundred and thirty thousand uh, donors. Yeah, it's not bad. All right, so that that's a pretty good description of this, yeah. of, of what enough the to make me look. Yeah, into. definitely, definitely, <clears throat> definitely going to give him an ear and check him out. Certainly. Um, so I guess you can say all that. Um, so all that was said is is pretty much. 
what I heard is that it all kind of has full circling uh, in your gambling addiction. You like the underdog. <laughs> <laughs> all that so shit to say. Right about that. Well, okay. maybe yeah, right about that. Go and now, look back at it. I, I, it. It just happened this past week in Iowa. Yeah. Go check his speech. Well, okay, there's people. There was commentators afterwards that said, "Listen, I can't go on the record, but he killed it." You know, yeah. like I'll get fired for saying it because again, the media does not yeah. like our guy. That's yeah. Well, listen. Now that we're aware and and, and you shed some light, uh, we're definitely gonna um, check Do that out. Research on him. We got um, it. Thank you again for being a part of this uh, this episode with us, man. man. This has uh, been it, was, it was nice to have you on. This was a great conversation. Certainly. Um, and and just know that you're always welcome back whenever you want to come on. All right? Always. Oh, please keep doing what you guys do. Awesome, it's, it's man. Very, very, very enlightening. I love it. Thank you, sir. Have a good and one. Where can the listeners you know? find oh, yeah. you on Twitter I'm and tripping. IG? Please oh, let them man. know. We gotta My bad. always oh, support right. our uh, right. supporters. Well, our comp- we have a company in Facebook, and it, it, our company name is Added Detail. And uh, it's added on detail. Twitter, you can yes, Added Detail. And on Twitter, it's uh, Concerned Citizens. And again, it's, it's it's all Yang stuff. Yeah. Again, I, I'm just you got you got you got the Yang blue. Guy. Hey, tell them you got the blue cap. That means it's it's hey, real. I have a blue cap. Real and shit. Anybody that has a blue cap has my attention. So, question. If it doesn't happen this year for him, is it Yang Gang twenty twenty four or was just was this like, a nice Sean, fly by Sean, night type of? So when I say this, I can't even I can't even tell you how serious I am. I, I don't even okay. believe that's a possibility. Okay, so I, I haven't even I haven't even gotten over the fact of how depressed I would be if this dream shatters. <laughs> well, I will say you have certainly convinced me to yeah. do my research. Yeah, on that's him. passion. And, um, and that's that's that, all I can ask. Just do your research. I definitely will. Make I your own definitely will. But yeah. just, just give him a fair fucking shot. Look at Van Jones. You got nothing to, I've got nothing shot. to lose listen, at this point. Listen, at the end of the day, and we're going to wrap it up like this. I appreciate where you stand with, with, with the Yang Gang movement. Anybody because that's how me. I feel about the Washington Redskins, and we are fucking bums. All right? <laughs> <laughs> so, I, I definitely identify with your passion and what you got going on. I'm definitely going to uh, keep my eye to it and my ear to him. Definitely, man. Um, again, thanks for being a part of this. Thank you um, so much. And then we'll holler at you on Twitter, man. Be safe, my guys. All right, brother. All right, stay lifted.
All right, oh, man, that so was nice, awesome, man. That was dope. That was that was definitely dope. Hear from the supporters, perspective, concerned citizen, concerned citizen. You know, you know that was that that was a fun one to to. It was informative, well, you know, because again. This is not really a politics no, sort of but, thing, but, but to be informed and to learn something, that's always right. great. And, and to be able to get to have a different type of conversation. Oh, always, always. You know that's what I'm saying? So yeah, that's what we're here I for. feel like the Strand did a real good job of keeping me on the edge of my seat throughout mm-hmm. the conversation. It kept me aware. Me it yeah. kept me, yeah, it made me feel good. It made me present. I felt in the moment. Mm-hmm. Um, I'm, I'm giving this a nine, nine out of ten for me for the nine Tropic out of 10? Thunder. Okay, yeah, I like that. that I like great, that. That's a great strand for that conversation. I like that. I like that. I will say, and it may just be medium, the median, the median being used. I'm gonna go eight and a half. Right. It, it, but I'll say this though, in its defense, this is one of the few strands that I've hit in a long time bro yeah that actually gave me a giggly feeling that yeah. i still feel in my stomach <laughs> yeah, now yeah, no bull bro a good, a good laugh, I yeah. yeah i don't i, I yeah. don't really feel this type of a uh, feeling right as a seasoned smoker yeah, yeah that's so dope, to feel though. that yeah you gotta keep that man. energy man go find tropic thunder man laugh. that's yeah and yeah. like chris said i had to jump back into what he said maybe i gotta kind of explore it after this but I feel like this is something that can have me tuned in, listening to somebody speak. Yeah. You know, that, deeply. For me, that's the best strand. Because, Always, like I, I get to learn. Always, any know, any strand that enhances that. And I, that's what I do. I, that's I, a win. I go straight to therapy podcasts, and then I just I just start thinking, man. And when I you start, say therapy podcasts, what do you mean by that? Uh, I'll I'll go to you know, search up podcasts that talk about ways to deal with anxiety or ways to deal with. Depression, stress, Appreciate whatever I'm that, feeling. I've never listened you know? or thought to and, listen to an anxiety. But you have to be open. Like me, like I tell you, I seek, so I'm open-minded, right? And so even if these people, I, you know, these people are just random people like we are on Spotify, yeah. I just have to support it because you have what I'm looking for. Mm-hmm. You know, and I, I, I love podcasts and it changed my life. I as well, bro. Yeah. But that was a good episode, man. Um, definitely. Definitely. We'll be back, man. And, and, and that was... Um, and if that was uh, any Topic Thunder, man. Supporters, listeners, followers, viewers want to connect. Yeah, let us know. And have man. a conversation. Y'all know you, how to you get always, a hold of us now, man. Always welcome to. We'd yeah. love to have you. We'd love to hear your story and what connects you to Mary. You know, absolutely, man. So Seriously, come fuck man. With us. Come, and, come, come, come! Slide right. by the view. And this you is know? another episode by. Me. And whenever you get here, remember. And as always, be kind, love more, laugh often, and most importantly, stay Stay lifted. BFTV. Happy show. Peace. Peace. I love that one. Yep. Yep. Yes.